Tapped In Exclusive. All right, Tapped In Podcast. We're joined today by Diablo. What's up, guys? And we got having me. Juju here. Um, so we got to start from the top. Well, you left Ecuador at like five, right? Yeah. And you moved out to Palm Beach. Yeah, West Palm Beach. And that was like a huge you know, different little difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. West Palm Beach. West okay. Palm Beach is what it Actually, let's at. talk about the differences. West Palm Beach and Palm Beach. Well, I think Palm Beach. So Palm Beach is like this really like rich area that like they built on around West Palm. And like Donald Trump grew up there. He has like Mar Lago. <laughs> wow, yeah, you know, Mar Lago. Like, yeah. I know Jeffrey Epstein was from you know, over Jeffrey, there. No, Jeffrey, great. You know, all these great people live <laughs> there. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. And I'm not going to lie, I always got a weird vibe from that place. But, you know, I really love going to the beach. And I, you know, the houses are beautiful. But, right. you know, I'm definitely sure that, you know, even Epstein probably, you know, there's probably <laughs> yeah. more than one. Oh, yeah, for sure, right. <laughs> Probably one more of those sure. people. Yeah, for sure. So it's a very, you know, rich, you know, it's it's a, a lot of Florida's a lot of, like, poor, rich, poor, rich gentrification that they're doing, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Do you feel, I feel like a lot of people try to retire to Florida, right? I feel like, like everybody that goes, that makes sense. I feel like that's why there's so many old people. They all went there to retire. Yeah, it's like the East Coast dream. Like, if you grow up in fucking Jersey or New York, you're like, I'm going to retire and in go like to Florida. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, but it, it must be interesting, like, being young as shit and being in a place where people are, you know, going to retire and shit. I think that's what, yeah, that's why a lot of kids in Florida got really fucked up when they were young. They're like, this wow. is so fucking boring. There's yeah. nothing to do here. All these people are old. Let's just get, get drunk under the pier all day. <laughs> and just, yeah, get fucked up. With no repercussions. Yeah, it's a, it's a dream. That sounds fire, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does sound Shout fire. out to childhood, though. That was like, the best days of my life. Shout out to childhood. Childhood, yeah. Fun. Yeah, man, growing up. So you're in Florida uh, at the age of five, obviously, and you, I, I believe you're, so you're from Ecuador. So did you grow up like bilingual? Yeah, I speak both English and Spanish and I, Spanish was my first language and I learned it, uh, you know, while I was out here in uh, Florida and grew and growing up. Did you ever like, at what, like, so if you were five, that's when you started learning English? Yeah. And did you ever like struggle with saying words and shit in, in school and get clowned on? Like that's I used to. I get don't think on. so, but they did put me in ESOL for some reason. Did yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why. So. I thought I spoke English very well. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I think they just needed to feel like the class. Yeah, no, I, I get like, that. You like you're like I feel like there's a chart and it was like oh white white brown like right there yeah Esau like, <laughs> put him in there yeah no, like, I yeah. Feel, no honestly I feel like that was a I don't know if I'm using this wrong you two you're probably gonna correct me but isn't it like classism where they like put you in there you're probably from another co- another country and they just like we have to put him in there you get what I'm saying like it could it could be yeah it could be Are they maybe they get some kind of like grant or funding if they have X amount of kids that they're sure teaching they English to sure. shit like that is fucked up yeah. It, I mean, it could have something to do with it. Uh, so you're you're in Florida. You're growing up. At what point, like, does a does a relative bring you to music? Like, at what point do you end up making music? Um. So yeah, my brother was growing up there at the time, and he was a musician when I was like ten. He was already playing guitar, drums, and so on, and recording himself. And that probably piqued my interest uh, later on when I was like, you know, thirteen, fourteen. His influence, like, I got into music as well, and then recording it, and then producing it you know and what was he playing he was playing a lot of drums and guitars at the time and uh, writing songs 
So would you say like he was more like alt rock or like what? What kind yeah, of? Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Even all the CDs he left me like when he got like he got in trouble with the law, so he got deported back to Ecuador. Unfortunately, when he was super young. Wow. And he was also had mental problem issues. So when they were trying to find where he was, like my parents, and try to get him out, he wouldn't talk to any of the cops. So like oh, we couldn't no. get any info where he was, Holy and it was shit. too late by the time like the immigration came and like took him. Yeah. And so, I think. He the influence of like even me writing songs now and doing a lot more than just producing is like influence came from him too. Right. Shout out big bro. Shout out to him. Shout out big bro. Is he so is he in Ecuador still? He's in Ecuador, you know, just living his regular life. But he's over there he's now. cool and like yeah, you okay, cool. Yeah, as much as people in like Ecuador can third world country and like a place like Ecuador can. Yeah, it's yeah. Be- really beautiful. It's just, you know, they really uh need to change whether it be governments or less corrupt people in office. Right. Um, that's correct. So you, so you were like, you said 10 or 11 at that time. Yeah. So then you end up going to, I believe like an art school, right? Yeah. So I auditioned after going to a lot of bad schools in my charter school. I auditioned, my guidance counselor got me to audition to go to this art school, uh, A.W. Dreyfus School of the Arts in West Palm Beach and right next. And then on the borderline of Palm Beach connected to like the the bridge. Yes. Yeah. Around there. Um, so it was a cool area. Though. It was a cool area. It was downtown, and right. So downtown was the school was right in downtown. So they would let us oh, out to go eat sometimes, and you know, it was cool. Wow. Uh, it was really fun. I auditioned for a, to be a digital media major, and I ended up getting in with like almost almost perfect score. Wow. So there's like a some kind of like test or to get in. Yeah, I think the day audition is like uh, for the photography and digital media. I we all have like one subject to photograph and then one story that or a subject and we all write our own story to, like we're all timed and stuff so you know you gotta do it as fast as you can yeah when you say all that means you're like competing against people yeah it was like i think like a hundred people like at like every per day. exam yeah, or something it was like one week of audition and then every day is like a bunch of people come in and audition for like so, a week so question how did you prep for this like did you have to study your ass off or like how <laughs> did you know what was coming did you have a cheat sheet or like what's what's good give me the info You're just talented so for me it was like very like i did not practice at all i didn't know how to practice because the right. reason i was even auditioning here is because i was like man i want to not go to another charter high school and um i just i was like if this is really an art school i'm just like i'm creative and i did as best as i could and I, I really tried for when I auditioned. I never prepped or anything, and, and that ended up doing good. So that's why I think it was really based on, like, how creative and, you know, like, you know, basic skills you have as well. Yeah, that's dope, man. So. I was mentioning that earlier that you, like, just from talking to you and, and within conversation, you're very intelligent, like, you know what I mean? And you, seems, you seem well, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Articulate. Yeah. Yeah, good word. Yeah. Like, but so, no, 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 for real. Like, not even. You, gotta take you guys the make me look bad bro. in front of my rap friends. <laughs> no, but it's good. You're to, telling people I'm smart, bro. No, it's, it's, it's intelligent. It's good. It's good to be deep he's ahead like of the that, curve. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> pause. Yeah. 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 Good. No, I mean, I think it's funny because we also talked about how it there, it has some unique alumni like Eric Andre. Yes, Eric Andre was one of the. Uh, alumni that went there he actually graduated i ended up dropping out 10th grade because i wanted to okay. pursue my music career you know and uh so yeah it was super funny that he went there i used to be, i'm a big fan of eric andre i went to one of the shows he did at the improv i think in west palm beach a big comedy <laughs> sh- uh, place there i yeah. used to go with my fake idea i was like 16 <laughs> you just get in yeah, yeah, fuck just it. Like, and they would call me they'd be like 
Tuesdays. We were having like free tickets, two drink minimum. I'm like, free tickets? Yo. I understand back then that like two drink minimum meant that you had to buy alcohol. Two drinks, there. yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, these aren't free. Like after I went there the first you time, you spent pay. like $100 yeah, yeah. on two Coronas. Like, <laughs> you have to tip the fucking yeah. people, yeah. You don't know what else to order because you're 16. Like, yeah. <laughs> two beers. You just know beer. You're like, give me, give me a Any Corona. beer. <laughs> you got a bucket of beers. Yeah, you're like, yeah. That's me. fucking great. Did yeah. you see... Did you see anyone else there besides Eric Andre? I definitely saw a handful of comedians. Like one, have you ever saw Workaholics? Yeah. So it was T- Ted, Tez from Workaholics. Tez, yeah, yeah. The guy yeah. that's like um, with the glasses and in the office. And yes. He's What's a, a stand up comic. I really forgot, but I saw, I got to see him there. Oh, Griffin. And, Eric Griffin, right? Okay. Yeah, no idea. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I like that show a lot. Shout I'm not out, very, yeah. I'm very into, you know, growing up, even just. Uh, being a weird, like, weird child. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Maybe, you, like, I thought I was weird, but, like, I always stayed up late, always, like, watched TV at really late because too, all yeah. the TV during the day sucked. It was, oh, like, the worst. in the morning, it's cartoons for babies. And then, like, <laughs> during the day, it was kind of cool. Toonami got on. That was sick. I, I was always into, like, you know, like, anime and, like, Naruto and Dragon Ball. And then at night, Adult Swim, that's when, like, yeah. I really got into, like, the animation best. and cartoons. Because right, yeah. I was just really into just, like, that medium of art watching like eric andre or a lot of just dark humor yeah. tv shows aqua team hunger force like that's i was always really show. into that i love really? aqua team hunger force is that, is, yeah. that, is that the french fry thing yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, i've yeah. seen like all Miwa, of them like the, so the original yeah. one like the space ones that like they do a little like seasons <laughs> the last one the last <laughs> episode yeah like, forever that shit that funny oh yeah it's like weirdly funny like it, I, I don't know how to explain it's, it. it it's it's from it's two dudes from jersey and like my family's from jersey like my italian family's from jersey and so i like fucking loved it when I first started watching it, but it's like it's it's just like such a unique brand of humor. But if you watch it, you get it. It takes like a couple episodes, but it's fucking hilarious. It's definitely um, a certain style of like comedy. Yeah, you know? yeah. and for, animation. It's not for the either people with not a lot of attention span or just like people that are like, what, what is this? like? I'm losing brain cells <laughs> watching this. Yeah, really that's weird. the point though. Yeah. It's fucking you know. Yeah, it's, it's the goof it's off. Funny. Yeah. yeah, the animation in that show is also. Great, really unique. Great, yeah. It's like yeah. so interesting the way they you ever seen this. Sh- the I'm really into this new uh, like cartoon that they have on Netflix. I think it's um, man, Midnight, uh, not Midnight Gospel, Midnight Gospel, Midnight Gospel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Duncan Trussell, another yes. comedian, made that. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm really into that show. Shout it's out, really Russia. good. Shout out Netflix. I watched the first two episodes and I was fucking. Crying. I saw the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I can't watch the thing. I am a Netflix venture when I get the time. Yeah. For sure. Netflix, especially during quarantine, it's fucking great, you yes. know? Um, but yeah, I watched the first two episodes and I was. Fu- the first episode, if you guys haven't watched that shit, is hilarious. I, it's like watching Joe Rogan while <laughs> also having fun. Yeah. And, and no MMA talk. Like, no, 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 no. Like... Joe, Joey Diaz is a voice in that. Right. He's like two or three people in that show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, his voice is super funny. I saw what he looked like and it did not match. I was like, I thought this was like a whole. like a kid almost yeah. and it turned out that yeah he's like a voice actor he was talking about how the animators were the same animators that did adventure time right and i was like whoa that was oh, my adventure time was fine <laughs> now that's some shit TV that i show growing up. up and i was yeah. like that's probably why i like that show so much yeah just the visual aesthetics and how they probably see i assume like he does the podcast and then they fill in the animation afterwards it's super sick you guys gotta check it out yeah yeah no no i i, I totally fuck with it um shout out duncan trussell because it's a great show uh, but back to you. So you fucking you got into this high school, 
you drop out sophomore year, you're producing at the time. At what point do you collaborate and like put out one of your biggest releases? Like he said, he was also DJing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And during yeah, high school, I was we were, it was we were just you know like it was when I started like really taking the music stuff seriously, and I saw that you can make a lot of money in it, like touring. I saw people touring the world and making a career out of it, and I was smart enough to be like, all right, like I need to get infield like experience like i can't get into like a really expensive school because i grew up kind of poor and i couldn't get grants to any school so i already knew i was just like all right i just have to learn figure this out myself and i ended up uh, dropping out of high school which my mom was not happy about especially since like you know like spanish parents like oh we're coming here to (laughs) sac we're sacrificing our whole life for you for you (laughs) to to come to this country and i'm like and education i'm like Trust I'm me, gonna I get drop it. out. Yeah, I'm not doing that <laughs> shit. Fuck that. <laughs> she was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Um, not excited mom. about that, you know. In hindsight, now she is super excited about how how it played out. Yeah, she's like, she's like idea. "Great job." <laughs> that was such a good idea. Yeah. I knew you'd make it. <laughs> yeah, you're like no. you didn't believe in me. Shout out, mom. You can't blame them. It's, it's I know, it's, I know. It's, I didn't even even. I, I, I couldn't even explain to her like what I wanted to do. And no. I one time I think where it really struck her is when I brought her out to Ultra in Miami for my set. Wow. And she was wow. like, Oh, this That's is fire. this is like and Did she started freak? crying. Yeah, like oh my I brought God. her on stage, you know, introduced her it was super one of the best times, one of the best shows <laughs> That's I had. So sick. Uh yeah, and then she really understood and then she started seeing like I would I, I kinda kept it like a secret when I was doing it because I, I like didn't know how to explain it to her and it seemed kinda right. like crazy. Right. Like I'm just Making rap music <laughs> making and making music, like yeah. music in in my apartment and you know it's kind of hard to explain at first, especially when there's no classes for it at the time. Now they do. Now they have full sale and like all this stuff. Right. Back then, right. yeah, like they had full sale, but I people like I couldn't get into full sale. It was right too expensive. Right. Yeah. Um. And then I think in the intro to that was then you know being on my own and then building my own studio in my apartment. And that allowed me to kind of open the gate to start working, collaborating with different artists, like whether it be in my city or the next city over in Miami. And one, you know, I got introduced to Pump and then we ended up having a session and then me and him kind of just clicked like it was destiny. And we were able to develop both of our sounds and my experience and, you know, his music and uh, making a ton of beats every day and songs and songwriting. we ended up putting out a couple songs and then one went really crazy, which was Boss. And I think now it's about to go double platinum. Yeah. And that song really is kind of what like broke me as an artist, even into the producing world, because I was more known for being a DJ at the time. I was, you know, opening for Chief Key for doing shows for other EDM artists. And just like we were throwing parties for like 100, 200 kids. And Fuck. it was all this underground stuff. Yeah. Even Pump, we would start doing shows and then they'd be like from 500 to 1,000 people. <laughs> yeah. And then we could afford to book chief keith to also play and other artists to that's come fuck. through and doing that's that fire. we met more artists and other people and started yeah, you building up, yeah. you know like uh started building an environment and uh the, i'm looking for the right word not like uh not an environment but a platform for all of us you know for like right. all of artists to be like oh because we're all kind of similar and then you know like we all kind of grew with that, you know, from going through Pump to Wi-Fi's Funeral or Smoke Perp and, like, right. even X down in Miami. I met him through Wi-Fi's Funeral, the first hip-hop artist that I ever ended up working with. And Was with X? Uh, I met X through Wi-Fi. Through Wi-Fi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And did you collaborate with him? So I got to work with X. Nothing ever came out. 
um you know he's always been very choosy with his music so he probably had it but you know nothing ever yeah, got released it's in a, yeah a drive and i, I basically have worked with every artist in florida that i that i know wow that's so, pretty fire man yeah. shout out for working we with just we just team. actually yeah. uh like south florida shout out no two two weeks ago we had the uh uh, uh we had rob banks Okay, shout oh, out Rob show. Banks. Shout out Rob Banks. Too. Yeah, he's very Florida OG. Very, yeah. you know, him and Denzel Curry and Raider Clan are one of you know the first people who even gave us a platform to right. be where we are today. Right. Excuse shout me. Without them, we wouldn't even really have any of this music. Right. A lot yeah. of people don't even know that. Yeah, they're Florida OGs, and there's uh, yep. yeah, that's crazy. Kodak too. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah. Broward music. Now shout is, out. Yeah. Is even bigger Broward than County. Ever, yeah. You know? Huge. Yeah, man. Shout out to that whole Kodak. Out, Kodak is one of probably my favorite, you know, like thinking about him just, you know, I, so I got to do a song with him wow. because, uh, because of Pump. They were, you know, they wanted to work and I'm like, yo, let's set something up. My, my homie at the time was managing Kodak Black and uh, he introduced me to him. I ended up going to Miami and went to the studio with Kodak. It was one of the most intense nights of my life, for sure. <laughs> I walk into the studio, giant security guard. I'm like, great, my homie. I like Kodak's in there. Comes out of the studio holding the biggest bottle of Patron I've ever fucking seen in my life. <laughs> when I tell you, like, like in, in relative size to Kodak, yeah. this is like a normal size bottle. <laughs> this Patron bottle was like damn near this big, like, <laughs> like one of those bottles you pay like the twenty thousand dollars at a club for. Wow. And he came out like that. He's listening to this song and he's like, Hey yo, like what you think about this? And I'm like I was like so high and I was like all I heard was like Maroon Five playing, I think, and I'm like I'm like and he he did a verse on it. I'm like, this is hard. Like I really fucked with it. I wasn't gonna lie to him. I genuinely like would never like I was so intimidated that if it sucked yeah. if I sucked I would have been like I don't oh my know. god like, it's yeah. great yeah no I would have actually told no I would have probably that's what's bad when I get like nervous I tell the truth too much oh, so like I was afraid I, it was gonna be bad and I, but, <laughs> like, I was like no it was hard and then he's like yeah 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 and then he said like maybe three teas like you want some like liquor and they poured me up a giant cup of Patron and then you know I would just I left him some beats and he ended up working all night and that was the first time I ever met Kodak and he's definitely a legend man he makes such great music and such Shut an anomaly up. just I just love talented people like I that love Kodak, yeah. Yeah. free that man free that man he's coming yeah. out you know he's coming yeah yeah, yeah. Free Kodak he got all the charges dropped you know he yeah. deserves to be a very talented artist yeah um so I was gonna actually uh have Diablo spin the wheel okay perfect yeah let's spin the wheel yeah let's see what we got ah. <laughs> So basically, it's tapped in wheel. You spin it, you land on shit, and we go from there. Awesome. What? What? Like? Okay. So like questions? <laughs> yeah, you'll see. Oh man, Bruh. grub. Ship grub. What do you get? Okay, oh, shit grub. Oh, okay. I got some for you. So okay. shit grub is like just rare exotic snacks. Oh wow. And you get That's to just sick. yeah, you get to just try no way different shit. Wow. Oh wow. So no way. This is hard. Yeah, that's yours to take. This is real. Uh, yeah, it's real. Damn. <laughs> Y'all spaz. This is Cactus Jack, the Reese's Post cereal. So bro. if you not if, playing right now, if you've already tried the cereal, you can just tell us if it's gas or trash. I've, I actually have tried this cereal. It's, okay, it's, it's it's good. I like Reese's Puff, but I I'm a very big collector of just uh, items and stuff. Oh, okay, <laughs> perfect. So like, this is definitely going in my congratulations. Cereal, yeah, no, thank you. You guys. won a prize. <laughs> Sick. No, I love collecting and like whether it be like stuff like that or like even pump. I have one of pump cereal. Oh, Someone did a pump yeah, yeah. cereal. A pump so cereal. It's just, yeah. I love collecting things like that. It's just yeah. To me, I love art and I love like paintings and stuff do you, like. Yeah. Do you collect like other things like what is it? Bear bricks and shit like that. I'm <laughs> not bear bricks, but I collect these like 
uh, Hacula stuff animal not animals but they're monsters I have nice. a lot of different type of like stuff like animals but they're not animals like, like Pokemon <laughs> ones if you say like giant yeah. ones so yeah cool. I like like just cool like like cartoony stuff yeah like, this is my vibe I don't know yeah. I want to give you another spin but yeah. first you have to tell us what what's your favorite Pokemon my favorite Pokemon. Yes, you're going on record now. On record? Oh man, <laughs> it this lives forever. I wish I was a Pokemon. <laughs> I didn't Tatters prepare you for this. No, I did not so get prepared can, for this. You can. I I would have to say like I'll, I'll have this two answers for this probably. So my first, so like the Pokemon that I choose when I play the Pokemon games in every like handheld device right. has always been um Charmander for sure. Shout out, real one. Um, you know yeah. Diablo, Fire. You know I always, respect I always, it exactly. Always, yeah, I, yeah, it yeah. was meant to be. Love and it. and then if I had to choose one out of the whole series, I think uh, Mewtwo was definitely like one of my like Hard. favorite like characters Love just from the movie answer. and stuff. Yeah. You know, it was like which one was Mewtwo? Mewtwo's a bad he's motherfucker. He's like the big the floating alien. Yeah, one. Like he does crazy oh, shit, dude. Yeah. It's all like he's like an alien. He had mind all control and all and stuff. And he's genetically yeah. He was in, he was like a, engineered in the tube <laughs> he's from not, a real Pokemon. He's not Mew. even like technically a natural also, Pokemon. Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, Mewtwo. Mewtwo, bro. Mutated. He was mutated. Okay, so wait, I don't want to go down this Pokemon. This is crazy. I don't want to go down this Pokemon. We just had a breakthrough. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I have a question. <laughs> I, when I was growing up, the fireest car in my neighborhood was a, a was it a, a blue eye, a white dragon, a blue eyes oh, white you dragon. You're, you're in a bro. whole different. <laughs> you are anime, cutting it up. Guy. Yes, but that was a fire card. <laughs> Shout was out Yu-Gi-Oh. Fire card. Yu-Gi-Oh goes hard. I respect that. I was a very big Yu-Gi-Oh um, fan back in the day as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the next question. That was my boy Killstation. Shout <laughs> okay. out Killstation. Yeah. He still collects all of his the cards to this day. Um yeah, so let's let's get you another spin. <laughs> okay, let's another spin. spin. I'm gonna yeah. do this one like harder, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for all it. Right. It's it's built pretty well. <laughs> it should be okay. Truth or shot. <laughs> truth or shot. Is there a truth or shot for him or no? No. Do we Does he have one? He might have one. I'll do a shot with it. Hennessy? You do a yeah. shot of anything. Is that you what I saw earlier? Hennessy, he'll, yeah. He'll do the shot I do. I but what's, what's the truth? It's either one or the other? Yeah, okay. one or the other. But you can okay. take both. I'll do both. Like, yeah. Okay, I have a question. Me, I'm very, have you, know. you ever slid in anyone famous DMs? <laughs> and been rejected. And been rejected? <laughs> I have definitely slid in a lot of famous DMs. people's DM. Most of the time... It's to work either related. work or build link, a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Most of the time. It's business. Here and there, I shoot my occasional shot. <laughs> okay, for sure. Yeah. Have I, I, there are times where I, the DMs never got open. <laughs> <laughs> you got left. And I was like, damn, but once that blue check came in, man, Ooh. they got open. That's a fact. And uh, what is tequila or what? Yeah, tequila. Thank you, bro. And definitely, um, I got a funny story for sure. Ooh. A funny story is this girl told me that like she had a boyfriend at the time and she remembers seeing my DM <laughs> and when I met her, I unsent it. I unsent it when I met her no in her way. house. You're and kidding me. Yeah, she doesn't Wait, know was that. She, was she equally, like, she, so she's famous. She's super, yeah. Like, so you can't, okay, up. okay. So, she, so I was at, I was at her, I DM'd her because I saw her online, but then I was at her house. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I got to check if I DM this girl, and I did because she looked it. familiar. Yeah, yeah. I unsend it. Thank you. I unsent it, and then I thought I was good because then she followed me and, like, all this stuff. But then one day, like, on a date, she brought it up. She's like, you know, like, I remember, like, that you DM me. I just couldn't answer because I had a boyfriend at the time. Wow. And I was like, damn. So that means they really, these girls they, really see, see your message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I don't even think that's like necessarily taking your shot and missing because it sounds like you got to. You got to the point. You got, you got to take her on a date, you know. You know, some you win, some you miss. Yeah. Some you got to wait. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have this fascination of, of guys. A lot of what my friends, they notice, especially like out here in L.A., it's like everybody's so like Fast. right now, oh like my right God, here, right no. now. So they'll meet a There's girl. No patience, they'll meet yeah. a girl and they'll just be like all up on her. And like, <laughs> yeah. I assume like that can't be awesome. Like I just from I have a lot of friends that are girls and like I love yeah. them all and like take yeah. care of them. And I have a sister. And yeah, shit. man. Like my sisters. And it's just like it's not fun, guys, for girls. to just yeah. Like they don't want <laughs> everything today. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. play that waiting game is the chase. Really, Thank that's you. what they like. I, pre- I appreciate it. It's probably the best part. It's probably the best part <laughs> to be nice for real, you know. Nice people out there, yeah. And we always get what we want. Yeah. Uh, we can give you one more spin if you want to spin, and we'll see what you get. Let's do it, man. Let's see what happens. What do you get? I'll spin one more time. Wow. <laughs> no, I got grub, man. Stop playing with me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Get, get us hey, that yeah. y'all see this? We can, we can, we can give you grub, but we'll stop you spin again because we spinning. want you to get, we want you to get a. a uh, something else. Oh yeah, what crunch. <laughs> his oh, homie, his homie's high over there. You know he's hungry. He <laughs> wants that. <laughs> hey, shout out my boy Ar. Shout AR. out Ar. Shout out. At Smoking a fucking R too. on Instagram. Yeah, up and coming producer. He'd be going crazy. Y'all gotta yeah. check him out. Shout out Hell my boy yeah. Z Money. He just left, but Z Money, he yes. going crazy. We'll Z Money, we're on Instagram. He going yeah. crazy. Stay tuned for them. Yeah. Yeah, this shit is hard though. I can't wait to hey, get I was smoking some gas. Yeah, that's too, you. Though. And you get you get one more. <laughs> My spin. favorite cereal is uh yeah. Apple Jacks. Oh wow, that's rare. Apple Jacks. Video reaction. Hold on, we got all right. We got I think it's in Chrome. So if you pull up Chrome, you'll get something. He'll put it on the screen up here for oh, you. Man, y'all are ready. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do we got? Uh yeah, you can just full screen that shit. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> Oh, she's not wearing a mask. Oh, gotcha. She's at eye store. She wants a corporate. Such a Karen. <laughs> yeah, this, this is this Karen this ass Karen. over here. No, Yo, who's she waving to? Like, <laughs> they don't work cor- for you, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I want your corporate number. I get it. Damn, and she has red hair. Bro. They are much nicer than a lot of other shops. Are. Yeah. What is she waving to? <laughs> Just like this. Could you imagine like that being your mom? I was embarrassed. No. I was staying no. in the car. <laughs> oh my god, bro! It's a policy. What do you want from these people? Oh my god, bitch, get out of here! Yeah. All right, well that was that was a good one. Fucker, that's crazy. I definitely do hate me some Karens. Yeah, bro. dude, fuck Karens. That's like our that's your new manager? tapped in logo. Where's your manager? I'm gonna write you a bad yelp. There's yeah. actually like that's actually like a lot of the old people in Florida, and oh, it's yeah, crazy. It's like a, a state of culture. There's something in about like that type of person that for some reason feels like they're entitled, entitled to certain attention or privilege of things. Crazy. And it's like clearly this lady like not just being upset that she can't get what she needs she's mm-hmm. like man i'm just gonna call your manager like i'm like you're in an <laughs> optical place a medical place for <laughs> glasses and you're not you're not even trying to wear a mask to go inside like no one has to serve you everybody can refuse the right to serve yeah somebody. yeah absolutely for sure for sure 
So going back to the music show. That was a cool video, man. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I would like to react to more videos <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> later can, on some we'll, other time. No, we'll have you back. Uh, and you can do a bunch of reactions with us. It'll be great. But basically... Um, or if you play games, we you play go, games too. Yeah, we'll have you play games. Uh, basically, you so you drop uh, Boss, and then does your life change the next day? Or is this like, it was like it dropped and then it got big over time? Like, how did it work for you? A lot of people don't know that we actually sent the song to Famous Dex at the time to get on it as a feature. Wow. Yeah. And we were so excited to drop it, and we were like, whoa, like, this song's going to be crazy. Like, we already knew it was a hit. Something right. about it, when you hear a song, you're like, this is going to be crazy. Like, this mm. shit is crazy. Well, the beat is fucking crazy. It's a song, like, <laughs> it's you know? So like, like, the beat's the, always going to be crazy, you but know? The no, but it. it's, but it's that specific. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's so It's the energy, hype. everything that was it's it's just so That's hype. what I try to, you know, bring to a lot of the songs that I do with Pump is bring that energy, because I know he's going to bring his, and it's just kind of like a 50-50 thing. But anyway, you know, we sent it out to Famous Dex, and he ended up not hitting us back ever. Wow. And we were like, fuck it. We're doing that shit on our own. We dropping this shit and we dropped it and that shit went off, bro. That shit went crazy on the SoundCloud charts, number one on SoundCloud. Once it went on streaming services, it started going number one and then labels started, you know, calling everybody. More songs. Putting oh, at the, w once he got to his major label, like things obviously got bigger and crazier. The features got bigger. The range of songs got bigger. More right. radio play. Right. Bigger shows. Bigger festivals worldwide. Right. Um, and that was really dope because he was really he was really cool. Like he didn't really have to let me like go DJ a lot of stuff, and he did. I was his DJ. Like I was his engineer. I was his producer. He. I got to do a lot. Like I was wow. really uh, connected to him through his music and that experience, and it was really fun. For me to see that and that kind of gave me the experience that i had afterwards to collaborate with other artists and right. let's say like meet meek mill or meet like uh french montana like all these artists that you get right. to meet and not be like starstruck but be like yo like i make music let's connect yeah, let's work you know like a lot of people kind of fumble <clears throat> that bag by being too starstruck and not in the moment and seeing that opportunity that opportunities are everywhere you know like right. you really, it's really like it's like you got to really be able to set put your foot on the gas and that's a drive ticket, off on yeah. it you know yeah so that really helped me out like our like just that growing up in the development with with that artist yeah yeah i was i was gonna ask you too something i was that we talked about uh, you were saying that by you and pump and other artists being able to work and you having a studio in your place i was saying how critical was that to like the your success like growth, would you yeah. recommend that to other people and people who are coming up in the game i yeah that's definitely one of the things i recommend to every producer you know starting out is you know get your whether it be your computer or your hardware you know get a little st if you want to collect the, the only way to grow as an artist when you're a producer is to collaborate you know that's the best way to grow because not only are you meeting other artists that around you, but you are now also learning new things that you probably would have never known, whether it be just in the music or hands-on experience with these people. That's yeah, a big fact, man. Yeah. So you, so you, you, you drop Boss, and did you, you said you ended up touring. Yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry. We ended up before that. I was already doing shows as Diablo, like you know, uh, I would just play my mixes for like of DJing, hip hop right. and EDM stuff, opening whether it was be Pump or whatever. But then, as it blew up, you know, we started touring outside of our city into Orlando, and then outside to like Mississippi shows, and like Pump went on like 
all American tours and we would hit every important city and I got to see like, you know, like House of Blues and play in a lot of venues that like a lot of legendary people got to play and that's when it really like I started I never left Florida at all after this before before this. So it wow. it really uh I learned a lot through experiencing the world and just seeing what how music relates to each city differently and how different artists left their impacts in those cities, you know? Yeah. Whether you're in the East Coast or the South or, you know, Mississippi or or New Orleans, they all have their own culture and artists yeah. that kind of, yeah, you know, got sure, really big sure. and set the tone there. Definitely, man. That's crazy, man. You do learn a lot of things from traveling. It's definitely an eye-opening experience. Like, And I, I suggest traveling for everybody. Like, you don't have to always go out the country. You can just, like, get out of your city, go to a different state. Even if you drive, man, just get the fuck out. Is it apple juice? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's like, what is it? How do you say it? <clears throat> Marnelli's? Yeah, that's like a Marnelli's. Good apple juice. I love apple juice. In the glass. If you want some tequila, too. <laughs> I'm great with apple juice. Yeah, that's crazy. So now, I mean, just fucking fast forwarding, like since Pump, you've collaborated with a handful of other people. Since Pump, I can tell you real quick off the top of my head, maybe I might miss a few some, but <clears throat> started off with Wi-Fi's funeral and then Smoke Perp. And a lot of Florida artists, you know, from Ski Mask to, you know, X, one of the greatest, R.I.P.X. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Curry, right. you know, other artists from outside of Florida nearby. And then we started collaborating with, like, uh, once I got to Cali, you know, me and Punk, because he was touring. He's like, all right, now, like, we'd play a show here. And then we, and I was like, damn, I want to stay out here. After we came <laughs> to Cali. It's a different vibe this way. the first week I was out here, I shit you not. I was in the studio with Diplo. I was in the studio with. Um, He's a funny guy. How the fuck? A ton of other feel? artists, and like, it's crazy. I was like, a, like there, I was really out here, and everybody's trying to work, and it was such so different from Florida because Florida, it's like the only people at the studios that are really big are like Rick Ross and like Migos are there in town or whoever, like Daddy Yank or like Pitbull, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> the Florida over yeah, here, yeah. everybody has a studio. There's <laughs> studios everywhere. Everybody's working. If even if you're not a big budget artist, like you probably have a studio and it was really, it was dope. And it opened, it was an eye opener for me. And I got to collaborate with a lot of people and I decided to stay out here and just start building, you know, what I was building in Florida, but out here. Definitely, man. Wow. You came to where the work was, man. Yeah. So what you, um, what you working on right now? What you got? Like, yeah, who, what do you got? The, what can you the current artist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So <laughs> I've been working for the past year, you know, I went through a lot, but, uh, I, and I did a lot. I got to tour a lot of great places, you know, po before COVID-19. Pre-COVID, yeah. Pre-COVID-19, I got to play at Ultra in Miami, which was always a dream. I got to play, like, 10 Rolling Louds throughout America, <laughs> which was insane with Pump. Uh, I got to play Coachella, like, a literal, actual stage wow, in Coachella, Sahara fire, Tent, because it was <laughs> we played as a Gucci gang, which was Gucci Man, Pump, Smoke Perp. Uh, Holy shit! Me that and uh, me DJing and Don Kres DJing and we brought out ASAP Rocky and Lil Yachty and so like literally being able to be on a stage where I could see everybody at Coachella and playing my set, which I get to open for Pump, which was a blessing. Uh, just that experience itself was insane, and all those shows that I got to play Lollapalooza in Chicago, yeah. really dope festivals and. Just that really was super sick, man. Like wow. all this stuff. Yeah, I forgot the question. No, 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 no. That's fine. No, <laughs> no, no we were talking about who you were working with. Or what, right what now. you got coming? Like yeah. what you have oh, to plug? Oh, so, you got so some stuff before that, you know, after that, you know, like uh, 
COVID-19 and everything, uh, I was working on my album and I really, because of like this time, I got to sit down and really like Look creatively yeah. explode. <laughs> like I really love, been loving this time because all of my distractions have gone away. I no longer want to go out to clubs and spend $300 with girls <laughs> that I don't even know but just because For I'm no bored. Because yeah. right. I'm bored or like going to, <laughs> just, you know, LA is like, man, I would go out in LA and spend $200 just going out like yeah, immediately. Just that. for fucking nothing, <laughs> yeah. If you drive, then you're gonna. Speak. And a lot of those things you go yeah. is like it's fun. Parties are fun, man. They're super fun. But you know, you go to one, it's like you go to all of them. And then I really, because of COVID nineteen, I got to lock in and finish my my vision, which I kind of maybe got deteriorated deteriorated by throughout, like just you know wilding out and not focusing. And I got to split my album into three different projects. And right now, I am uh, releasing singles for my first EP, which is called Do Not Disturb. I dropped the first two singles. The first single was uh, Killing uh, with uh, Tara Reid, a really big emerging artist right now in hip-hop. Eli Ozzy and Shakewell, another friend of mine from Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, really big. He signed under Puya. Yeah, Yeah, shout out Shakewell. Shout out Tara Reid. Shout Shout out Shakewell. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's my gang. Second song I just dropped uh, like a week ago was uh, with Kill Station, an artist that I met while also touring uh, with Ski Mask and uh, a lot of the South Florida artists. He's a really good friend of mine, and uh, luckily, you know, he's super talented. And I got to work with him, and we actually got to put something together. Uh, Borgor is also a part of the track. Me and I him made that, the yeah. beat. Uh, shout out to Borgor, super shout talented out, yeah. producer. You know, he Crazy before EDM and everything, he, he's been doing it. He's yeah. been doing it since I was even I even knew about EDM. And <clears throat> before that, the reason I brought him apart in this track is because he, he used to be in a heavy metal band, you know, so he's just yeah. super talented. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. He's like, man. he's got everything in his bag, which is great. It's yeah. nice to work with someone that's that fucking. And uh, then I have some up and coming tracks, you know, uh, a collab, you know, I have Pump on there and just. Uh, Diplo, you know, a ski mask with the first song that we did with a ski mask and Yachty Illuminati. That's also going to be on that re release. That's fire. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. That's um, a fire. <laughs> thank you, man. Uh, and then a couple other secret records that I'm just going to wait. But like right yeah, now, yeah. I'm really excited because I was able to sit down and really kind of create like uh, how the path I want my music to go. And I, dope, I was man. able to realize like as an artist, like I have no limits and no right. walls really, you know. That's definitely dope. i mean when you're ready to drop definitely come back and we're happy to plug it and yeah talk i'm dropping more. every week so yeah, yeah. don't well, say that because i'll be here yeah. every week <laughs> you, you well, can come as much as you want we don't care well, I, but, I, I, I always i always want to ask like do you have anything strange or like any weird hobbies about you that people don't know that you want to like that you don't wouldn't mind mentioning <laughs> ar i got any weird hobbies i do what's his weird hobby or like not even weird or like something like he's giggling so there must be something <laughs> like i'm you, pretty like like I do you like are you like an expert at tennis on the low like do you like <laughs> you got a mean darts <laughs> like i'm oddly good at doing like soccer tricks uh oh i did brazilian jiu-jitsu while growing up like oh, I was wow cool. um i like photography a lot i'm very like like organized and like just with everything. Yeah, like my Ooh, yeah, like I a little OCD type the studio, the, everything, the house clean as fuck. It just came from like I think the stem of it was working with artists like Pump and other these people, and then just seeing that like 
everything was covered in garbage and everything. But then once <laughs> I started out. cleaning, kind of like organizing stuff Organize and shit didn't get lost, it was like our productive was just way more up, like more stuff would better get done. Flow, yeah. People were less distracted looking for equipment and it's just a better overall workflow, you know? I feel so that. every stuff like that, yeah, I'm pretty a little bit OCD maybe. No, I feel that. No, Other I like stuff, that, yeah. I don't know. I eat very weird foods. Like I like sushi. <laughs> uh, like I like. I hate sushi, but I love teriyaki chicken and like yellowtail sashimi, sashimi from yeah. like Nobu. Like Respect. really weird. Like that's real stuff. sushi. Yeah, though. that's real sushi. Yeah, like, I fuck with sushi. But I don't like rolls or anything yet. So yeah, I my eating palate no. is like a, a bougie like ten year old. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of hard though. That's I like fire. that. Yeah, on the same status. So yeah, like chicken fingers and fries, like, <laughs> but also like really nice dinners. Yeah, yeah but also like, like I'll go tail. somewhere fancy. Like my friends will take me to a French place, and I'll be like, "Y'all got chicken and rice?" I'll be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, chicken like you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. sick. Um, so we want people to fucking like stay tapped in with you. The best place is probably IG for you. The best place to stay tapping with me would like for like my socials and to like my day to day like shenanigans is definitely IG at Diablo. I release a lot of my music on all platforms for my official singles, but my SoundCloud, which is also just Diablo, I released some secret, you know, uh, Easter eggs there for my fans <coughs> and collaborations. Uh, make sure to follow Foolish Cult on all platforms. That's my independent label. Shout I'll drop out. my music and a ton of other artists' music on there. And it's just a platform that I developed. Foolish Cult. Yes, yeah, we yeah. also do vlogs on YouTube. Check that's us out. Sick. Subscribe. Yeah. That's the yeah, name, subscribe. That's the name of the you, uh, YouTube is Foolish Cult? Yeah, F-O-O-L-I-S-H-C-U-L-T. There you go. This guy plucked. Solid. I fuck with that. Bro, Diablo, yeah, thank you for fucking joining us, bro. Hey, no, thank you guys for having me, yeah. man. It's been great. Make yeah, sure man. to fucking stay tapped in with us. Hit subscribe. Hit the bell. Uh, and fucking follow Diablo, man. Check his shit out. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I came in with a saw. Oh, yeah, I came in with a saw. Yeah. Bitch, I flare